wait no longer. Greatness has arrived. Welcome to the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players. I'm your host, Joseph, and it is here on this very show where we talk about the latest and greatest in PlayStation and games. And with me, as always, the greatest co-host, whoever is, whoever will be, Mr. Kyle Stevenson. How are you, sir? I am doing great. I am. I've The hype is flowing through me, Joe. It has been such a great last couple days. I'm so excited <sighs> to talk about the things that have I've been playing that we've seen. I'm I'm hyped. Okay, I'm hyped too. We're heading into packs, so we're yeah. recording the show early. And as always, it seems like this past month we have a special guest, Mr. Emmett. How, do do? How are you, sir? Where are you from? I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. I hail from the town of Decula, not Dracula, Decula. Um, okay. It's a little small town next to uh, Atlanta, but uh, I'm down here in Georgia. Uh, I've met, I know I met Kyle from uh, from the prom stuff, but um, yeah, it is the first time being on the show. First time meeting you, I believe, as well, Mr. Badbit. It is. It is. <laughs> nice to have you here, man. So yeah. with that, we have, so we're recording the show a little early. So if there's anything that comes out between the next six hours from now, you can yell Our at apologies. me. Yeah, yeah, we can yell at Kyle <laughs> because what's happening is we're going to PAX, going to PAX East. We got, we're going to see a ton of games. Really I'm, excited. Yeah, I'm we're, getting on a train from New York City to Boston at 2.30 oh, yeah. in the morning, Thursday Ugh. night or Ugh. Thursday morning. And I will be in Boston at 8 o'clock in the morning, drop my stuff off from the Airbnb, and then run straight to the convention because I need to play some Days Gone. That's crazy. And that Bless just you. gave me anxiety you saying it. So yeah. with that... There's a ton of news. All of a sudden, in the last eight hours, just everything decided to just pop off. So with that, we have so many things to talk about. We got the state of play. We got GameStop retail codes no longer working. We got the PlayStation Plus games of April. Wolfenstein Yacht Club's new game. Maybe even the future of the DualShock 5. But before we get into all of that, lots of good stuff. I have a question for you guys. I'm going to set the parameters around this question. What okay. have you been playing? You get to pick one game because we got so much mm. news. What's that Good one point. game you've been playing? I'm going to go with you, Kyle. I think it's pretty obvious. If if you know me and you've listened to the show, uh, I picked up one of Sony's best exclusive games year in and year out. Mm. It is MLB The Show 19. It is <laughs> amazing. It, they add more detail to it. There's new modes. Um, it is probably the most gorgeous the game has ever looked, Ooh. and it's crazy for me to to, to say this because it's something that I didn't think I would notice. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, the when I my first game I played when I connected with the baseball, the ball physics are insane. Like you can see the rotation on the ball, and it's not just like a straight line to where it's going. You can see it curve in the air and bounce on the ground, and like roll. It's like it's a little tiny detail, but that's what Sony San Diego does so well with mm. the show. Okay, and hmm. they they kill it, and I'm excited to con- continue my my journey from the minors to the big leagues, and but, hopefully. But all here's the question, Kyle. It's, it's it's the same game every year, right? Like, like, how no, much can change? No. no, the balls are better this year. The balls are better. No, but specifically, uh, there are some new modes which I haven't mm-hmm. dabbled in. What I play the most is Road to the Show, mm. which is where you create your own players, start in the minor leagues, and you try to get to the majors. Okay. Um, this year, they added a ton of RPG stuff to it. So, like, there's actually like a skill tree where you have like certain mm. um, personality traits, and if you level each one up, you get certain perks in the game, like in a two zero count. Um, your normal swing has more power behind it. Or okay. if you are okay. yeah. in a rivalry against another team where you can like banter back and forth with other teams and like 
say you suck and blah blah blah. Better yeah. trash talk than that, obviously. Yeah. But um, that affects how well you play in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, there's dynamic. Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Dynamic challenges in the game. Okay. Where you step up to mm. the plate and they give you three options to choose from. And each one has uh, an extra bonus of attribute points that you can earn by completing it. And if you fail it, you get negative just double oh, damn. whatever it would be. So oh, it's damn. very it's very cool. They added a lot of cool things to okay. it. I mean, yes, it is a baseball game, but it is the best baseball game and the right. only baseball game really on PlayStation that you should be playing if you Pretty play much. these games. That's and, awesome. Yeah, That's awesome. amazing. All right, so we Good got stuff. some MLB The Show. As always, it's a dope looking hat, by the way. Oh, the hat is gorgeous. Do you are you gonna wear? Are you gonna pimp that hat out, or are you just uh, collection? Yeah, no, yeah. I'm 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 gonna wear it. I'm bringing Permanent it to accessory. PAX okay. because they're at Sony San Diego is gonna be at PAX, and oh, be the show so maybe you can so start wear it and just be like, thank them. Yeah. I did that at PSX two years ago. So yeah. since That's I will awesome. not be at PAX, thank yes. them for guns up because that game is great as well. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, with that. Oh, wait, what team are you, Kyle? Me? I'm Mets, man. All right, let's go. It's All day, every day. Better be. Emmett? All right, let me tell playing? you guys. Yeah. Um, I've been playing a lot of games. Uh, I'll say the two that have been vying for my attention, one I'm not going to talk about, the one I will talk about, Steam World Dig 2. Um, yes! Yeah, I picked that one up. Um, there's a great indoor sale going on. As we record, this is going on. I think it ends at the end of the week. Um, I've been playing a lot of that one on Vita, actually. And it is crossed by PS4 Vita when you buy it. It is so good, dude. It's, it's so good. Yeah, and I uh, I was a big fan of the original back when I first got my Vita. It's one of the first games I got from PlayStation Plus. Mm-hmm. Um, really liked that one, but this one just improves on it in so many you know little small minutia, like, I guess, quality of life ways. Yeah. Um, yeah, it does, like, pretty much the main draw of it is just mine, find resources, upgrade your guy so you can find resources more efficiently and more f- and more faster. Um, and it's just really, it's a really satisfying gameplay loop, but the things they've added, uh, the first game, the movement was a lot rigid. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a 2D side-scroller. If you've never seen gameplay of it, think like Terraria, but a lot more detailed art-wise and zoomed in. Okay. Um, yeah, it's kind of that aspect yeah. to it, and it's very blocky, kind of Minecrafty. But because of that perspective, it's very rigid. Platforming wasn't very smooth. If you dug a hole all the way to the bottom of the game world, you'd have to just build a bunch of ladders to climb back up. Yeah. It was kind of clunky in that respect. In the second one, they got a grappling hook, so you can mess around and grapple across gaps now. Mm-hmm. Um, they give you a wall jump from the start, so you can just just jump on the side of the wall indefinitely. Um, and there's no cooldown on that. And then I finally got far enough into it where I unlocked an actual jetpack now. Yeah. Um, so now it's pretty untethered. So there were a lot of points early on where I'd you know accidentally tear down too many blocks or an explosion would go yeah. off and there's just a big chasm. With this jetpack and a grappling hook with in combination, I can just go anywhere I need to I, without I need any to. desires. I need to get into this game. You because do. like it's Bobby good. the Nintendo guru... Big fan of Image and Form. Everybody I talk to, huge fan of Image and Form. SteamWorld uh, Quest, I'm talking to Image and Form. Let's see if anything happens there. Because I fell in love with it when I first saw it. Um, and yeah, like it. the games look great. I believe I have SteamWorld Dig 2 already. So now I just need the excuse to play it. Yeah. Coming to PAX, maybe I got that excuse. But again, Image and Form, Thunderful, uh, they're, they're now like publishing brand um you know zoink games all those guys over and gals over there 
awesome, awesome work. I've Definitely. been playing a little game called uh, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and, I've heard um, about this game on the Twitter. <laughs> you know what? Someone said, God, I want to give you credit, whoever you did. Well, you know who you are out there. If you're, if you're a Souls fan, if you're a Bloodborne fan, the first few hours, you have to, the whole game, you have to relearn everything. Forget everything you've learned from Bloodborne, from Dark Souls, from Demon Souls. This is a totally different game. Totally different. Uh, Sekiro is, to me, the most brutal, most unrelenting, does not give a crap about what your plans are for the day, does not give a crap about anything. It is a game that is going by its own terms, and you're along for the ride, and it's going to consecutively punch you in the face and expect you to thank it. Sekiro <laughs> is nuts. It is, I'm five bosses deep into this game. When I mean bosses, I mean mini bosses. And the game is incredibly challenging. It wants and it demands all of your attention. And right now I can't give it that. It, 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 there's mm. a whole lot of stealth involved with the game, which I suck at stealth, but I've been doing it. And um, the stealth parts are actually really fun. The grappling hook mechanic, jumping uh, is a huge part of the game. And actually cheesing some of the bosses and mini bosses fights, the game expects you to kind of do that. The world design, because you're able to jump and swim in this game, uh, you can just go through rivers, go through little cave entrances, and just there's so many catacombs within the level design of Sekiro. It is it is impressive. It's amazing. The grappling hook feature, again, is just something I want to just constantly do. Just give me yeah. all the towers to grapple on. As but, a Titanfall 2 fan, big fan of grappling hooks. Oh, dude, <laughs> big fan. But mm -hmm. the, the one main problem I do have with the game is the pacing. I feel like, for the most part, I feel as though if I get nicked by an enemy right before the I fight the mini-boss, I have to go back to the the, uh, the Buddha temples that replace uh, the uh, campfires, bonfires. And I just have to go back and restart because then I've just wasted my time. You have to, it's all about perfection. Any mistake is just, your enemy's going to capitalize on it. Um but yeah, like the pacing seems a little off. Like I'm killing most of these guys with with ease. I get to a mini boss. I clear everybody out. The mini boss kicks my ass and then I'm dead. And then I have to do the whole thing over again just to die again. It gets a little, uh, it gets a little annoying, gets a little bit much. Um, also, the fact that they added the jump mechanic. This game wants you to, to dodge. There's some abilities that you need to dodge, some abilities you need to parry, some abilities you need to jump. And the tells in this game, I'm having a really big difficulty by the enemy tells when they're about to swing the sword. It looks like I don't know if I should jump or I should dodge because each swing kind of feels the same with certain enemies. So I'm having some difficulty getting into Sekiro. But I'm not denying that the game is something really special and really unique and really good. It's a really good game. I'm just, I can't give it my all right now because of yeah. my classes. So I find myself just completing the division today because that, that's going to reward my time more than Sekiro. So that's my that's thoughts. Bad. That's what we've been playing. We got a lot of news for you guys. Amen. Oh, <laughs> a lot of news that just happened today. A lot of it. <laughs> exactly. So let's, let's get right into it. Right State in. of play. Okay. Yeah. 
Let me mm-hmm. set the tone. Let me set the stage. <laughs> Sony, we need to talk. We put this podcast out on Thursdays. Why can't you just put the news Thursday morning so we're prepared? Why do you, we, we put out the, the, the podcast on Thursday and then on Friday, Shoes Day, which is technically because it's a weekend. You get to play all your games. <laughs> you announce the state of play. And what this is, what it turned out to be, because there's a lot of discussion of what this event, this live stream was going to be, is that this is Sony's attempt at a Nintendo Direct approach to announcing games and talking to the uh, to the consumers directly. Sony has been a big fan up until last E3 of cutting through the bullshit and just telling you and talking to you and just showing you games, right? So with that, they announce it. They announce it for Monday. And it was kind it was, of impressive. It w- whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, wait. I don't uh-oh. know. I don't know about that. Internet has <laughs> According feelings. to the internet, yeah. <laughs> here's the state <laughs> of play roundup. For the most part, here's the games that were shown on Monday. It was about 19 and a half minutes long. First things first, we got Iron Man VR. Uh, whoa. I thought that was a Killzone game. We'll talk about that in a sec. Um, no Man's Sky. Got, gets a PSVR update for free this uh, summer. Uh, Blood and Truth comes May 28th. Sony shows off various P- PSVR titles in kind of like this uh, montage. Uh, Five Nights at Freddy's VR Help Wanted announced it for PSVR. Bobo, I saw your question. No, I'm not playing that game. No, I'm not streaming yeah. it. That's a, that's <laughs> Nor a, am I. That's a $500 <laughs> tier on Patreon, and we don't have it, so it's never going to happen. <laughs> Concrete Genie takes <laughs> takes a paintbrush to town in the new story trailer, which Concrete Genie coming out this year, coming in fall. Crash Team Racing reveals new tracks, new characters, new modes, exclusive PS4 swag. And then uh, a new trailer, or sorry, a new game called Observation. This is from Devolver Digital and No Code was the developer. Days Gone gets a new story trailer. Awesome. Mortal Kombat 11 goes off the rails in a new story trailer. Uh, this all comes from Push Square. Give them a click. They're the guys and gals out there that did this roundup. So with that, I ask you this. The presentation ran for about 20 minutes. 17 games-ish were shown. That's how many I counted. I was half asleep when I counted those. <laughs> what were your expectations walking into state of play? I'm going to start with you, Emmett. In a Twitter okay. post or less. Hmm. What were your okay. expectations? I was expecting this to be kind of a more low-key thing because you can't come out the gate announcing a release date for Death Stranding. (laughs) I I knew it was going to be something, if not just focused on indie games exclusively, I knew it was going to be focused on like the mid-tier type of announcement. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's kind of what they've proven. So um, I feel like my expectations were tempered. A lot of people on the internet, not so much. (laughs) Kyle, what were your expectations walking in? Uh, same. Uh, while I'm super excited always when PlayStation is going to show us like what's coming next, mm-hmm. uh, no matter how big or how small, uh, you can't go That's what she all said. out. <laughs> I'm setting you up every episode, so Yo. you're welcome. Um, every single, <laughs> every, uh, what was I? I lost my train of thought because you, you nailed that one out of part. Both titles big and small. You can't mm-hmm. go out guns blazing on the first episode. Yeah. You can't have Ghost. You can't have Last of Us. You can't have Destiny. Why can't you, Kyle? Why can't? Why can't what, you? How are you going to top episode one and episode two? 
I don't know. Yeah, just exactly. Keep on announcing stuff. I don't care that the the development of the PlayStation Four is almost over. If you keep feed a baby caviar from birth, they'll always want it, caviar. Exactly. <laughs> it, it, because then the next episode, people are going to complain. Oh, well, where's all the big stuff? Mm. Well, you blew it all on mm-hmm. the first one. That's what she said. And it's been like, <laughs> <laughs> I just my expectations were low. Still more on the hype end because it was a PlayStation branded Nintendo Direct, basically. Okay. My expectations walking in, <laughs> I came very. <laughs> I did not segue that well. Um, my thoughts walking in, same. I I don't really care what the games are going to be. I'm wondering how cheesy and bad it's going to probably be. That was my thoughts walking in. Is they're not really high. I'm more excited for the presentation of what this thing's going to look like because rumor has it it was going to take an inside Xbox approach, which if that was the case, mm. listening to Sid, Sid, I love you. You're probably a great guy, yeah. but I will, I will, I don't know. I'll eat this coffee cup. Like it's, <laughs> I don't want to watch you eating pizza. I don't care about the personality as much anymore. Show me the games. That's what you've been really good at. So yeah. we saw E3 last year for that. So what were some of the games that you guys had or saw that that you were excited about? Like, name three games, if there were any, that piqued your interest. I'll start with Kyle. Okay. Um, the the first one, initially, when Iron Man started. Okay. When that trailer started. Yeah, let's start right there. And, 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 I, and I heard that Friday, and I was like, ooh, this is maybe the Avengers? And I got really excited for that, maybe. Like, that's where they were going to start off. And then when they got to the gameplay, I, I cooled off a little bit. Yeah. Just a little bit, because mm-hmm. it felt like an, just an on-rails type thing, Iron Man shooting. Which could be cool, but yeah. going now, from that cinematic to the, that gameplay was very... Yeah, yeah. And, and so, I, I'm right with, with you there. I actually thought it was the Killzone Battle Royale thing. Um, just because of the image on screen, the hologram. I didn't hear Friday because I was too busy entertaining the folks over there. Probably I was dancing or being stupid. I don't know, right? They'll ask me, (laughs) tell me. Um, But yeah, like, it, it, the gameplay was not impressive. Now, Republic, sorry, I think they're called Camouflage. They made Republic. They, very talented studio. So we'll see where they take this game. But so far, on rails, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hesitant. I'm not gonna throw the baby out with the bathwater because like VR games don't show well. You have to put them on yeah. your face. Yeah. So okay. Uh, but that know, being said, yeah. When they showed off Blood and Truth, finally a more extended Blood and Truth VR yeah. experience, yeah. where I like it felt like I was like in a, a Bond film. Mm-hmm. Um, right there with you. I'm I'm so in on that because the demo, the heist demo that you get in PlayStation World, I think, yeah, yeah, um, mm-hmm. is one of my favorite VR experiences that I've had, and okay. just to have this full story where like you're in a car underneath an airplane mm-hmm. and just like jumping out windows and just. You're 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 a super agent, and that's like so perfect in VR. Yeah, in my eyes, this is. And that idea. was one that looked great as well. Yeah, except mm-hmm. for the invisible arms. Everything else looked really yeah. good. <laughs> you know? I remember that was your complaint. Just give me an elbow. <laughs> yeah, just give me a goddamn elbow. You know. Uh, what was your last game? What was your last game? Um. Oh well, Iron Man wasn't one of my games. I was just gonna say I was hyped at the beginning of that. Oh okay. I, well, I then will just say give my... me one more game. One more game. Okay. Uh, I really like uh, what Days Gone showed. Okay. I love mm. that story trailer. I think that's I think one of the dope. best tra- trailers that Days Gone has put out. 
Um, and I was already uh, hyped for the game. That is a game that I'm most looking forward to this year. And we're a month away, but seeing that and seeing how many other characters in it and the type of story they're telling and just a little bit at the end, like with the gameplay, like where you can bring the freakers into uh, an enemy base and they yeah. can just kind of do the work for you. Yeah. I yeah. I can't wait to get my hands on it this weekend uh, and just experience it at PAX yeah. and Yes, Days Gone looks incredible. All right, Emmett, any yeah. any games that piqued your interest while watching? Um, well, I'll say for mine, uh, I, I'm right there with Blood and Truth. Uh, Blood and Truth looks really impressive. Um, I got a PSVR what last year, and oh, I yeah. am I was such a big fan of uh, Astrobot Rescue Mission um, because it's a great game. Number one, but number two, I love it when a game can get in and out in like eight to ten hours. And just mm-hmm. give me that, you know, cool experience, and then I can leave it and then think about it later. Yeah. Um, I still have some extra missions in there, but Blood and Truth seems like it's going to hit that similar spot where mm-hmm. I'll be able to play with the immersive narrative, with a cast of characters, and be able to see all this. And the VR aspect of it just makes it all that more impressive and, mm-hmm. you know, fun mm-hmm. looking. Um, so I'm really excited for that one, especially at the uh, value price. I think that's 40 bucks or something. So I'm excited for that. <clears throat> um, one that I'll give a shout out real quick to was uh mortal Kombat 11 um dope trailer dude dope trailer i'm so like that trailer just got me really excited because i feel like this this has been a case for a lot of the mortal Kombat games for what i've from what i remember but they use like hip-hop music and like i know emma broke emma broke everybody i I was say that over because you 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 broke up a little bit (laughs) Sorry about that. Um, yeah, Mortal Kombat, they, they've been using hip-hop and stuff in their trailers a lot. And I hope that this is the one where it finally translates into the actual game. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm hoping that there's, like, because, you know, a lot of people in the hip-hop community, a lot of people in the black community like fighting games and like Mortal Kombat specifically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'd love it if they were able to throw some of that culture in there. I mean, look at Wu-Tang Clan. Their whole aesthetic is, they you know, the same with. aesthetic. Exactly. They're the same aesthetic as Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd be interested to see if that kind of messes into the gameplay. And mm-hmm. the trailer definitely gave me a little bit of hope for that. Yeah. Um, and the game looks great as on its own. Mm-hmm. So, of course, on that. Um, and the last one I wanted to mention mm-hmm. was actually No Man's Sky. Um, okay. Th- yeah. Adam Leonard just perked up out of his seat. He's like, what? <laughs> what is this? Yeah. Tell me. Yeah. Tell me what, what gets you excited about that. Um, just the fact that I've been watching No Man's Sky from a distance for a long time, and uh, I've been interested. Like yeah. even from launch and all the you know crap it got thrown at launch, I was still kind of interested in it. But I was just like, okay, I'll get it later when it's on sale, something like that. Yeah. This VR mode was the one to do it for me. Um, I was tell- I was saying before we uh, went live that I went ahead and picked it up with a couple other games at- during a GameStop sale. Nice. So. That's going to be in my possession soon enough before the update even gets here. And it just seems like the type of game where it's very chill, very relaxed. And in that VR headset, I've been looking for like a SteamWorld Dig vibe type game um, where I can just sit there relaxed. you going to get that with this game? I I think I'm going to get that mostly. Uh, It seems like a lot of what No Man's Sky is, is the resource gathering aspect, is the you know, build up your base and just become stronger without too much combat. Now well, I know they have you. the ship combat, but well, let yeah. me tell you, you're going to get a lot of that. <laughs> okay. Yes. <laughs> That's so, what I'm hoping to get with that. Cause this, this is going to be the topic of the show guys. Okay. I come in, 
I'm really uh, excited for the uh, Ready Set Heroes. It's a little cute little animal yes, one. Yes, that uh, one looks cool too. That one looks pretty dope. Days Gone looked fantastic. Fuck Fry- Five Nights at Freddy's. No, I'm not. The guys are <laughs> not playing that. How many times I gotta tell that, you? That is like we're we're no we're down on it because we don't want to be scared shitless. Uh, but I'm gonna put my are. mom through it. You better you goddamn believe it. <laughs> but like you won't do it, but your mom will. <laughs> that is a huge get for PSVR and PlayStation. <laughs> yeah, it's a yeah. huge get. People, kids That's are gonna a huge buy franchise. that game. So Mike, like I, I liked it overall. I didn't love it. I didn't think it was the best thing ever. I wasn't expecting the goddamn best thing ever. With that, I feel like everybody's expectations were met. The internet's wasn't. <laughs> and this is where Famous Seamus writes in. <laughs> exactly. How do you think state of play can improve from future installments? So the main question here is, what went wrong with state of play? Because obviously, we are in the minority here. Right? Mm-hmm. We liked it. We're fanboys. We're awful. I get it. But we are the minority, so what happened? And this leads me to one of my favorite goddamn segments within the segments, Now If I Was You. See, we all know that Shuhei Yoshida runs the first-party entertainment division of Sony SIE. (laughs) We also know he runs more than that. And he might as well be the goddamn Illuminati himself. So if I was you, we need to realize what went wrong. Emmett, what do you Hmm. think went wrong here? Why I does think everybody it, hate us? <laughs> <laughs> well, number one, that's just the internet. But number two, yeah. um, to be a little bit more specific, I feel like they started our, they start when they announced this thing, they said that there was going to be the announcement of a brand new first party studios game. Now that game ended up being um what is it, Ready Set Ready Heroes, Heroes. Yeah. from Robot Entertainment. Actually, Robot Entertainment developers of Orcs Must Die, which is also a great game. Back on the uh, Xbox and PC. Yeah, um, gross, any- gross. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, but still a good game nonetheless. It's gross. Um, <laughs> I'll accept that too. Um, but yeah, people, when they hear a new first-party game from Sony, mm-hmm. they're thinking on a different stratosphere. Mm-hmm. They're thinking we're getting a God of War or a Horizon. They're thinking that already. So that's number one. And then with this being a new type of show, with this being a new type of announcement thing, I mean, yes, I think they were smart to set our expectations a little bit more towards the middle ground with this first showing. But you think about PSXs. We had Last of Us 2 announced at one of those. We've had first footage of the Final Fantasy VII remake. Ghost of Tsushima as well. Yeah, Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, if you're thinking of PlayStation... Oh, yeah, it? that was oh, Paris Games. So that was Paris yeah. Games, but you're right. Um, but nonetheless, like you're going off of PSXs, their own held press conferences. Mm-hmm. From that alone, people's expectations were already kind of high. Okay. And also the fact that they're not at E3, people might have been expecting, hey, this is where we're getting stuff. So, and so I'll, yeah. pu- I'll lean that into Kyle right here. Mm-hmm. Do you think they got the wording wrong of what this presentation was? Because what a lot of people are like, if you own a PSVR, great. Four million people out of the nine, 90 million that own a console are very happy. But the, the 90 plus million didn't get much out of here. Do you think it was the wording? Should you do you think they should have worded it of, "Hey, you know, we this is going to be the first uh state of play and it's going to be focused on VR." Do you think they should have went through that route instead of being a little am- ambiguous about it? Uh well, I I'm not going to be like 
I'm not going to sit here and say I told you so or they told you so, <laughs> but they kind of did. Because on the PlayStation blog, Sin Schumann wrote a post when it got announced. Like, and I have it up right here. It says, uh, glad to finally talk about it. It's called State of Play. You can watch it on Monday. Uh, but State of Play will give you updates and announcements from the world of PlayStation. Our first episode will showcase upcoming PS4 and PSVR software, including new trailers, new game announcements, and new gameplay footage. I think they set the expectations right there and then. It, new trailers and new gameplay footage are separate from new game announcements. And they didn't make it seem like it was going to be this huge big thing from the PlayStation blog post. I'm sure, yes, they did say first-party game, and it ended up yeah. being Ready, Set, Heroes, which is yeah. huge, but I think, sure, they could have maybe have announced it a couple weeks earlier, mm-hmm. so they had enough time to, you know, really yeah. set everyone's expectations a little bit. It was only a few days. The hype would have like, built more, I'm telling absolutely. you. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, I do think from a a presentation side, mm-hmm. um, sure, it copied Nintendo Direct because mm-hmm. Nintendo Directs are pretty great formats for announcing stuff. Yeah, it's like, I, I, it's my, okay, so where I'm coming I, from, I, with I, this. I will say though, like, I yeah. do wish what I want them to do in the future is I felt like they rushed through some things. Oh, okay. Like it was very much boom, 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 boom with a little bit of talking about what's going on. Okay. I would personally love kind of like what the directs do where there's a little bit of the developer talking about what they're what we're seeing see just my, like I, space I, it out a little bit i love the presentation of it i like it was just like i felt like a lot of games for the most part had a really good spotlight on them where like mm-hmm. iron yep. man was a big announcement but like ready set heroes had like i feel like the same amount of time observation had a lot of time um you know blood and truth had a lot of time i feel like the pacing of it was really awesome and like they're showing you gameplay and they're talking about the game they're telling you who's making it and when it's coming out and for what consoles like it was a really awesome presentation to me though even with that sid post i'll disagree with you here kyle i'll fight you to the fucking death is that that's (laughs) still not clear enough if i'm just an average joe right which i'm an above average joe um (laughs) like physically and metaphorically it (laughs) To me, I still feel like this truck's really fucking loud. What's oh your boy. problem, guy? What's your problem? What's your what's your mission here? <laughs> um, I still feel like that isn't clear enough. I feel like yeah, they, they would be like, hey, we're announcing, you know, PlayStation Four stuff, or and there's going to be a strong focus on PSVR. I feel like if you just say that there's going to be more PSVR games than actual PS4 games, I feel like that would have been better. But, but do they have to? Like, PSVR is part of the PlayStation family. That's the thing. Yeah. I agree do, with that. Do they have to, like, yes. say, hey, I, if you're... I, mm. Nintendo doesn't do that. And they no, pause. 3DS no, I was they just do. about to say. They do. Yeah, yeah, I was just about to say, because they do say, hey, we have a 3DS focused uh, direct oh, coming. Oh, they do. They back. Do I gotta, I gotta close the window. Yeah. You, two, yeah. you two talking okay. about... I'll okay. Yeah. All right. I mean that that's fair. That's something I was I was not aware of that they actually you know set that beforehand. I thought we were never gonna have to hear about that truck ever again. Um, I just <laughs> feel like, honest to God, the improvements that need to be made. I, I just feel like everybody overreacted. It's the internet. I'm not yes. surprised. Everybody's like, this is either the best or the worst, and there's no in between. It's just like, guys, it was just all right. Like it was just like it wasn't great. It wasn't like good. It was all right. It was all right. It was solid. Solid's the word I feel like. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. I don't know, man. I feel like next time around, just make sure you have better wording. And it was a fine presentation. Mm-hmm. And, and I and think like, you like you can't go out there 
And, and like, you have Days Gone coming out in a month. What do you want to close the show? Do you want it to be Days Gone that's coming out in a month? Or do you want it to be Last of Us that's coming out in a, in a year? Yeah. And I think Great that's point. where people have to fucking realize is that, and I'm really aggravated at this, <laughs> the PlayStation 4, it's time's up, right? Hashtag time's up. It's, it has about a year and a half more until we have the next PlayStation in our hands. I just caught that, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, we have, yeah, we have about a year and a half until the next PlayStation. What are we, what is the big game that you're thinking about? We're going to see. It's not there. You don't want to close the show with Death Stranding because nobody's going to remember the awesome trailer that was Days Gone. You don't want Last of Us Part 2 in there because everybody's going to think Days Gone's Last of Us Part 2. We're going to have the same conversation we've had, you know, for the past year and a half that, you know, or God, years that, that Bend has had to fight off. So it's like you weren't going to get that. And who the fuck really thought that was going to be the case is beyond me. At the end of the day, though, yeah, Sony, you should have said it right off the bat. We're going to focus more on PSVR stuff because, yes, it was very much very heavy PSVR. And they didn't notify many people to that. Now, with that, though, we got very long of the tooth with that topic. Literally 20 (laughs) minutes of it. So let's get to the next one, to the next goober, Kyle. Let's talk about this next story. Uh, this goober comes from The Verge. Sony confirms it will stop letting GameStop and other retailers sell PS4 download codes. Mm. Sony has confirmed that it will indeed prevent retailers like GameStop from selling digital download codes for PlayStation 4 games starting April 1st, 2019. The news first circulated late last week via a leaked memo obtained by popular game deals watcher Wario64 means that players who do not want to input credit card information into Sony's PSN platform will no longer be able to buy digital versions of games from physical brick-and-mortar stores. Sony confirmed that it isn't just GameStop being cut out of the download code business, but all retailers. We can confirm that as of April 1st, 2019, Sony Interactive Entertainment will no longer offer full game through SIE's Global Digital at Retail program, a spokesperson at SIE said. This decision was made in order to continue to align key businesses globally to support full games and premium editions. SIE will introduce increased denominations at select retailers. DLC, add-ons, and virtual currency and season passes will still be available. Okay. Hmm. This is the thing that really okay. was peculiar. Which is like, why? Why do this? And why isn't like any other people like upset about this? Emmett, what are your thoughts? I, you know, I'm I'm honestly just realizing part of this is that they're still keeping DLC add-ons, yeah. virtual yeah. currency scenes, but I thought it was just everything that wasn't a PSN credit. Yeah. <laughs> like, so that's news to me, but how I feel about it, I'm not understanding why this is something they're doing. Now, I'm sure there's a justification for it, but just knowing Sony, Sony has been so weird, especially this generation on online related stuff of course we've talked about you, you guys probably talked about the uh fortnite crossplay, right. all that stuff now we come to something like this where i'm sure this is just some just looking at their numbers and how many people actually buy those cards because yeah. you have to imagine you're in a store already are you gonna just buy that disc or are you gonna spend because the disc can be on sale 30 bucks because gamestop's running a sale but that game card for the same game is going to be 60 perpetually and also like how much like 
cut is GameStop taking one? You could take that for yourself. Exactly, um, exactly. I get that. Uh, Kyle, what do you think? What, what's going on here, bud? I, it, it's weird, but mm-hmm. I kind of, I'm leaning towards what Emmett just brought up. Like, yeah, if the game's on sale in the store with a physical version, the code is going to be full price. And that's mm-hmm. uh, that's something, like, even as, as former GameStop employee, yeah. like, when there was a sale going on for a brand new game and it was, like, $20 cheaper than the pre-owned version, why not just buy a new game? You know, like, so, like it's very it's very odd yeah. pricing it. So like is it. this is this anti-consumer mm-hmm. in a way of like is it's eliminating a choice, right? Like it, or is it just like because like the outrage isn't there? Yeah. yeah. So it it's is just like people are like. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things where it is eliminating a choice, but that choice wasn't always a logical one. Mm-hmm. Um, if like even if you wanted a digital code so badly. You, you're already at home. You can buy it that way. Yeah. Um, or, you know, it, there's so many sales happening on PSN. I, I'd argue PSN sales are getting to the point of Steam sales nowadays. Yeah. So yeah. you can just get it online that and, way. And instead of just buying a code, buy a PSN credit and mm-hmm. input that yeah. so you have credit on the store. You're right. Exactly. And that, that's, the, that's the other thing, too, though. It's weird for me because it's the, a game is not fifty nine ninety nine, right? It's not a sixty dollars. Yeah. It's more like sixty four or sixty five, depending on where you go. Sixty five, sixteen. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. like over, well, over here in Jersey, because the state's fucking so rad. No. Sixty four, thirteen. <laughs> oh, but um, I have to pay a dollar more. I know, right? How dare you? Freedom is a free man. Freedom is <laughs> That's a free. That's fucked up. But <laughs> but like the way I the way I see it, the reason why this is probably the case. Is Sony is again readying the ship for that digital future, and I do absolutely one hundred and ten percent think that digital returns are coming, and that it's way easier for Sony to just say, just give them digital credit, because if someone buys Days Gone digitally and they use the code and they want to return it, they can't. They're fucked, right? So you know we can't just give them back the money. It's not that easy flip of a switch. Um, So I think that's the reason why. I don't think this is the worst thing in the world, but it does show the future in GameStop is bleak. Bleak is a good word, yeah. Yeah. And I think why the other stuff is still there, like at brick-and-mortar stores, is because as you're checking out, it's just a simple add-on to your purchase already. Like it's it's supplementing what you are already buying. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I and I bet that you know again that read that I don't know what it's like on Xbox. So Luke Lore, be you know Senator Lore from uh, the great state of North Carolina, will tell me this: Uh, if you can actually return DLC, I don't think you can. So if that's like a non-refundable thing, I I get it. You don't want to return DLC because it's like. If it's like a cosmetic, you know, it's it's a very big gray area. So, like, yeah, I agree there that like a battle pass or whatever shouldn't you shouldn't just have to pay like a twenty buck thing. But it's just it's I, weird. It's just weird. I'd also I would also bring up the fact that gifting through PSN as well, similar to how Steam has it. Yes, that's something that people have been hoping for for a long time as well, and this could be a step towards that too. So yeah. it's just another step to that digital future, man. And it's mm-hmm. it's just weird news. To me, I can't even say that it's negative. It's just really freaking weird. Yeah, I agree. Kyle, don't drop shit on my show. Baffled <laughs> 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 right. over here. <laughs> All right. Let's get to the Flash news. Kyle? Yeah. Go. Wario 64, <laughs> April, PS Plus lineup, The Surge, and Conan Exiles. Mm-hmm. With only two games a month now, are these decent showing or lackluster? 
That's a good question. I should have put Joe on in there. That's so you fine. Didn't... <laughs> I figured. <laughs> uh, okay. So, yeah. Only two games. Is this a good showing or is this a mech month? Easy, I, easy I think it's pretty good. Yeah? I have no yeah, idea what Co- Conan Exiles is. Conan Exiles is kind of that uh, open world survival game with the Conan player on it. Okay. So, you know, despair fantasy world and looks like Dark Souls-y combat to me. Um yeah, I, I'm kind of indifferent on Conan Exiles. I'm sure it's going to be fine. Uh, reviews I'm, weren't that great, but I'm, I'm sure it's okay yeah. for free. I'm I'm interested in the surge, but that's yes. about it. Um, that is that is something I already have because there was a glitch with PS Plus where it was already <laughs> shown for free a couple mm-hmm, months ago. Mm-hmm. So I already have it. So you know what? I actually picked it up at a GameStop sale like two years ago, Ooh. and I'm selling that on eBay since I got it on PlayStation Plus. <laughs> that's so. how you do it. All right. Well, those are your PlayStation Plus games of the month of April. Again, a little lackluster. Please give us PSVR stuff. And with that, our next Mm -hmm, bit of news, Kyle. PSVR's install base soars past 4.2 million units worldwide. This comes from Push Square. PlayStation VR enjoyed a humongous showing during yesterday's State of Play livestream, and Sony has since announced that the headset has now sold through more than 4.2 million units worldwide. This is up on the 3 million units that the peripheral had moved back in August, suggesting that the device proved popular over the all-important holiday period. Also, because those bundles were awesome. Yeah, man. I I really do think that PSVR is now starting to hit with people. You know, it's start like it's start. There's now a line of catalog that you can go back on. Like I love Beat Saber, Emmett. You love uh, Astrobot. Astrobot. Moss. Like Love these games are great. Ghost Giant in a few weeks that hopefully yep. we get oh, a review yeah. code for. Like that comes soon. Oh, it's, it's gonna be so fucking cute. I can't Dude, wait to I'm help Lewis. Can't wait to help <laughs> this little guy. But like, yeah, it's awesome. Here's my question: Should are we going to see another price drop with the PlayStation VR unit in the near future this year? Yay or nay, Emmett? Hey, yay. Um. If you want to say this year, I'm saying nay. I don't think we're only going to get a price drop on the current PSVRs that exist right now. Mm -hmm. If A, they make a new version of it that due to some patents I've seen on the internet within the last few weeks could be a wireless one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. last week. I remember that. Yes. Um, Yeah, it could be a wireless update or something. Maybe then we'll see a price drop on this current one. Or if there's something PS5 related next year, then maybe a price drop. But for Mm -hmm. right now... Now I think to I think about two fifties where it's at usually retail. Um, that's a sweet spot. I think that's a good you know sweet spot for what this is, and yeah. considering the fact you still need a system, so I think it's good right here. All right, all right, Kyle, what do you think? Price drop, yay, nay? I agree. Uh, no, I I say nay. I, I mm-hmm. think it's good where it is at right now. I think there's tons of uh, games and experiences on PSVR, as you can see in State of Play. There's a ton coming in the next couple months. Mm. Um, so yeah, if you don't have one and you've been on the fence, you just get it. Like, yeah. There, there's no point of not. At yeah. This. Yeah. I'm. I'm. I would say I would actually say yes. Go for a price drop in during the holiday season. Get a little bit more of that, you know, that those hardware sales up a little bit. I do think that wireless units coming sooner rather than later. But there's just so many good games now. Like, you know, say what you want about that state of play announcement. I saw so many people who are PSVR fans really happy for what they yeah. saw. I saw so mm-hmm. many people go, I'm interested in PSVR now. 
Um, mm-hmm. So, like, say what you want about State of Play and you not liking it if you didn't like it. But it got people's attention. It also proves, and it, it, again, I'm nailing this down. PlayStation isn't just dropping it. You're seeing a massive support around it. It's not getting vetoed, okay? Ugh. It's getting PSP'd. It gets, it's getting <laughs> PS goddamn peed. God, that does oh, not sound wait great. A <laughs> Oh no! Oh well, god, damn it! Sorry, to I'm done it now. Son. Listen, the internet is permanent. Oh, no. oh god! Okay. Oh god! <laughs> the next goober on the Flash news, Kyle. This one's for uh, you, buddy. The stylish new teaser for the next Borderlands game came out today. Mm. Gearbox Software has released a new teaser trailer for an upcoming Borderlands game to get everyone ready for its live stream from PAX East tomorrow at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can watch the teaser above, which, you know, if you can't, go find it. Although you won't see any gameplay or hints about what the game will actually be, outside of cameos from some well-known characters and enemies. The teaser is called Mask of Mayhem. Okay, so by the time you're watching this show or listening to it on YouTube or iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, wherever there's an RSS feed service, please rate us five stars. This you'll already get to see the trailer. You'll already get to see what this game is. But there is a big rumor. I got to figure out how long, like I have to go before to line up. You gotta, you gotta figure that ish out right now. So there's a big rumor that there's a game of the year edition in the works. So this is a nay or yay. We get to see next episode if you were right or if you were wrong. (laughs) Hmm. Is this game of the year happening? Is it coming out in 2019? And is Borderlands 3 a 2020 game? Emmett, yay or nay? I'm saying nay. Um, I'm thinking what they're going to do, Borderlands Mm. 3, I'm thinking comes out this fall, Mm. um, as everyone's kind of hoping, I bet. Um, And I'm thinking this game of the year edition of the original game is going to be a pre-order bonus that you can play right now. Um, because it did just get rated by the ESRB. Um, yep. I think that's super likely. I think that's going to lead to a lot of goodwill, and there will be a new Borderlands release to hop on right now to capitalize off the hype. Um, and also play Tales from the Borderlands because that game is yes. great as well. Yes. <laughs> okay, yes. Kyle. What about what? What say you, sir? I again, Emmett is is killing it because that's exactly how I feel. Uh, we it'll be a fall 2019 game. Okay. Borderlands 3. Okay. Uh, they're going the Fallout 4 uh, route where they just mm-hmm. announce it and six months later we get it. Um, and then the Game of the Year edition is for the first game, which was rumored to have a remaster, remake, whatever it would be for a couple of years now. Mm-hmm. And we get that as soon as we can, much like um, when South Park's second game came out, you got Sick of Truth right. uh, as a pre-order bonus for it. So Certainly. I think that's probably like a similar thing. And uh, man, I, I can't wait. I love me some Borderlands. I want everybody yeah. to close their eyes. And I want <laughs> you to picture this scenario. Mm-hmm. We're out of medieval times. Okay. Randy oh, no. There. Oh, no. He's sitting oh. down. He's rooting for the Green Knight. Shuhei Yoshida comes up from behind. Karate oh. chop to the back of the neck. Or what is it? No, the Vulcan death pinch. Bam. He's out cold. <laughs> Takes a USB drive. Shuhei looks at it. He's like, I don't know what evil deeds are on this drive. Oh, God. But the world deserves to know. Plugs it into the mainframe of a med- the local medieval times. Releases it to the internet. That's the game of the year edition. And you get to play it right now. Oh, God. Okay. That's it. I hope, I hope there's a lot less water in this edition. <laughs> 
Oh, oh God. That's all I'm going to say. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Uh, no, I actually think you guys are probably on the money. This thing just got rated by the ESRB. I think this thing's going to get shadow dropped. Uh, and it's going to be like something you can buy now or you pre-order it with the game and it's there for yeah. you. Or and or for the Xbox dorks out there, it's going to be on Game Pass because Game Pass and them have been tweeting back likely. and forth. So, Randy Pitchford, uh, not only are you a liar, you're a backstabbing thief. And I hate you. <laughs> <sighs> Buy Borderlands now. <laughs> Buy Borderlands <laughs> now. Or don't. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> the next goober right here, right now, Kyle. Talk to me. Co-op shooter also today, this draft. Co-op shooter Wolfenstein Youngblood arrives July 26th. Bethesda has been mostly tight-lipped about Wolfenstein Youngblood since unveiling it at E3 last year, but it's not holding back now. The publisher has revealed that its co-op anti-Nazi shooter will debut, debut July 26th on PS4, oh my goodness, PC, PS4, Switch, and Xbox One. You play as BJ Blazkowicz's daughters, Jess and Soph, either with a friend or an AI substitute, as they track down their missing dad in an alternate history Nazi-occupied Paris circa 1980. The news story trailer makes clear that there's plenty of the modern series over-the-top action, although there's also a bit of mystery involved. It's now clear that BJ doesn't want to be found, and that he's up to something big. Youngblood shakes up some of the underlying game formula. You can tackle missions in any order you like, and role-playing elements let you both improve skills and unlock new abilities and gear including revamped weapons from New Colossus. In essence, it's what you'd expect from the combination of familiar Wolfenstein developer machine games with Arkane Studios, the creator behind Dishonored and the Prey remake. The game will be relatively inexpensive at $30 in its base form, but for once, there's a strong incentive to pay for a pricier version. Shell out the $40 Deluxe Edition, and you'll get a Far Cry-style buddy pass that lets a friend join your game without having to buy their own copy. You can only hand it out to one person at a time, but you can use it as often as you like. It's clearly a bid to turn some of those co-op sessions into additional sales, but you might not object if it means more honest-to-goodness human teammates. So, question. I'm not a Wolfenstein guy, so I'm going to kind of bow out here. But, again, in a Twitter poster last, because we're getting long in the tooth. This is a huge episode. Yeah. Yay or nay, are you on board? I'm going to start with you. You're obviously, you look like the Wolfenstein guy here. I'm the Wolfenstein guy. Tell me. Uh, you pumped? Momocon last year, I cosplayed as BJ. So there you go. Nice. Um, you yeah, look I'm just super... like him, which is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's one thing. Not many people picked yeah. it up. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm super hyped for this. Uh, Wolfenstein 2 is one of my favorite games of 2017. Mm. Um, I'm really excited to see. Of course, I know the gameplay is going to be fun. Um, I just This is just my first time finding out about the RPG elements. Um, the previous games have had kind of like that type of stuff going on, but with Arcane getting in here too, they could maybe expand that a little bit more, and I'm super excited yeah. to see what that is. That's but really I'm, cool too, because it's just mm-hmm. like, it's Arcane. And I loved like, um, uh, what was it? Dark Side? No, not Dark Side. Dishonored? Dishonored. Thank you. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Darksiders. Um, but yeah, like, yeah, that the sequel, Dishonored, was amazing. It was great. And seeing them kind of partner up is pretty cool. It's kind of like a buddy cop vibe, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, much 30 like bucks. the game. Are you in? You're, you're obviously in day one. Oh, yeah. I'm in, I'm in for $40. I'm getting some friends. Okay. Okay. Kyle? Yeah. What about you? Are you yaying or naying? Uh, yaying, and I'm getting the $40 edition, and you are playing with me, and I'm going to force you to play through the whole thing. 
because yeah. this, this this game needs to be played. Wolfenstein needs to be played. I remember New Colossus was released on the same day as Assassin's Creed Origins yeah. and Super Mario, Mario Odyssey. Uh, Odyssey. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that was a huge day, and it kind of got, you know, very Not as just bit. desserts. Yeah. No, I, but that game is incredible. I agree. It's one of my favorite games of, of that year. Um, I'm so excited to get more Wolfenstein. Their games are so good. They are difficult, but they are so well made. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I'm on board, too. 30 bucks seems perfect. But if we if I can earn trophies and playing with you, yeah, I don't have to spend a goddamn penny. I'm happy. Yeah. I like I like this by the way. I like the whole like premise of like just have people join with you. Like it's free. Like that type of thing. It was it's it's dope. The trailer had me. Like mm-hmm. I you already feel the vibe that these two girls are sisters throughout this like yes. three minute thing. And then Kyle, you pointed out there's supposed to be a VR. Um, yeah, Cyberpilot. Yeah, Cyberpilot. So I'm, dude, I'm in. I liked what I saw. I need to complete the first one. I need to get through the second one because guess what? You don't get to pet the dog in that game. You have to shoot yeah. it. The dad shoots it. <laughs> and I can't do that. My dog's getting knee surgery. I'm crying every night. So it's just like, I can't do that. I can't do that. Just look away and press the trigger. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Put it on mute. <laughs> um, here's some big news that literally just broke. Are you ready? Okay. Yeah. The next goober, Kyle. This comes from Destructoid. Yacht Club Games unveils Cyber Shadow, a Ninja Gaiden-esque platformer. Cyber Shadow will be the long-awaited follow-up to Shovel Knight, sticking with the retro aesthetic and bringing us back to the glory days of the NES era, being developed by Mechanical Head Studios with publishing from Yacht Club. Cyber Shadow has been in development for over a decade by <laughs> Ame Mechaskull Hunziker. Yacht Club took notice of it a few years back and wanted to lend a hand to Hunziker to help the game re- realize its fullest potential. Thus, the union was born and will be getting this wild action platformer in the near future. Some extra spice in the concoction is the soundtrack, which will be handled by Enrique Martin with production from Jake Kaufman. Ooh. Cyber Shadow is currently planned for a release on PS4, Xbox One, PC, and Switch. While no firm release date has been given, the title will be launching for 15 bucks. After plowing through the messenger recently, I'm ready for more ninja action. You went through the whole game, Joe? I'm sorry, I read your point. <laughs> okay, so again, this is breaking news. <laughs> so I just copied and pasted what I could. I did not play the messenger recently. Oh, that wasn't <laughs> you. I think that was okay. the choice editorializing. Okay. I thought this was you editing your little. I tried to take no. out all the editorializing, and so we just get the facts. And then because this was happening as also, of, apologies yeah. if I said that guy's name wrong. I'm so sorry. Oh, Mister Arkine Unsamsinger. I mean, oh, Mecha Skull. When they like Mecha Skull, you're like pretty good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> after, after talking about Wolfenstein, this is very great. Yes, yes. Um, obviously, okay. we're all in. This looks awesome. This looks straight up old Ninja Gaiden SNES, one of the best consoles ever made. Stylings are awesome. Check this game out. I don't. I think I speak for everyone when we say that. Yep, that style does look cool. I, I agree with that. God, it looks dope. You know, it, it reminds me of like the Power Rangers game. That's what I remember out of my childhood. With that, Kyle. Yeah. We have, we're going to PAX. I get to see Robbie Bobby Miller in a few days. I'm very excited. Some will even say it roused. The next Uber, (laughs) I'm going to speak for this one. Okay. Here are all the PlayStation games that are going to be shown off at PAX. These are the PlayStation 4 games. 
We got Blood Roots, uh, Blood Roots Control, Crash Team Racing, Nitro Fuel, Days Gone, Dragon Quest Builders 2, Dreams, Falcon Age, <sighs> Heaven's Volts, Jupiter and Mars, Knights and Bikes. Those are two different games. Uh, <laughs> that seems really <laughs> fucking weird. Layers of Fear 2, Luna, MLB The Show 19, Mortal Kombat, uh, DSA Uno, uh, Mutazone, Indivisible, Overland, Rad, Trover Saves the Universe, and Wadham. The PSVR games that will be shown at PAX are Ghost Giant, oh boy, uh, Golem, Falcon Age, Jupiter and Mars, Space Channel 5, VR, kind of funky flash news, pew, pew, pew. I, I added the, the finger guns. Uh, <laughs> Trover Saves the Universe, a vacation simulator. This one is just for me and Kyle. I mean, I'm so sorry because you're not going hey, to tax. We're leaving you out in the goddamn cold. <laughs> the famous Seamus, okay. the most famous Seamus I've ever met in my whole entire life, writes in and asks this. Since PAX East is this weekend and you guys are going to it, what are some games that you are looking forward to play? So... Kyle, what are the three PlayStation 4 games and PlayStation VR games that you're going to go and at least try, have an effort of playing? Uh, so Days Gone for sure. Yep. Um, that's number one just because it is only a month out, okay. and I'm going to buy it regardless, but I, I just want to know how that game feels. Um, so that's number one for on the PS4 side. Uh, number two would be... Um, well, <laughs> I got in the beta. He got in the beta. Oh, man. Got it. oh okay, mm-hmm. nice. Yeah, I love it. Uh, huh? I'm gonna say Blood Roots. It's okay. a game that I saw kind of funny put on a party mode uh, mm-hmm. last week, and it looks super damn fun, and I'm excited for that. Yeah. But my biggest one, Joe and Emmett, my biggest one is Control. Mm. I want to play Control so damn bad. I have, I have not really played any of Remedy's games before. Mm-hmm. But you hear um, good things. And I hear great things, and when okay. I saw the trailer last year, uh, it gave me Fringe vibes, which is one of my favorite TV shows, ah. and I hmm. I can't wait. Hmm. I, I, yeah, it looks awesome. I uh, never watched VR, Friends, Fringe because I'm not Fringe, white. Yeah. That's like an NBC <laughs> I show. I wasn't going to say yeah. anything, but okay. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. Fair. I feel like uh, Fringe and Lost are white people shows. I've never watched I, Yeah, I, I don't watch Lost. Yeah. I never watch okay. it. Okay. Um, as far as VR, I want to play Falcon Age. I know that's coming out soon. Yeah, but a little little Falcon on your hand. Yeah, I want to yeah. I want to try it out. Oh my god, you get and, the uh, fist fist bump the Falcon. Yeah. I was gonna say and fist. Then, <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Uh, obviously, you're gonna. I'm not gonna speak for you, so I won't say yeah. that. But my second one would be Trover Saves the Universe because that game mm-hmm. looks like super mm-hmm. super cool, fun. Uh, Justin Roiland. Funny, yeah, I'm in. Uh, So, okay, for PlayStation 4 games, here's what I'm going to play. Uh, Obviously, Days Gone. But I feel like I need to either get to it really first, like immediately, Mm -hmm. or save it for last. Like, get all the indie stuff out of the way. Smaller stuff, uh, not to say anything about the quality of the games. It's like Days Gone's AAA backed, you know, that type of thing. A lot of hype behind it. So, Days Gone, obviously. I want to play Falcon Age. Which is also my PSVR game I want to try out because it looks freaking dope. Rad, when we saw it in the Nindy Showcase, dude, I need this game in my life. It looked freaking dope. For the PlayStation VR stuff, obviously it's Ghost Giant. I've been preaching this game from high heavens since we saw it last E3. I want, I need this game in my life. Lewis, I'm coming for you, buddy. We're going to be friends. You just don't know it yet. Um, Space Channel 5 VR kind of funky. 
Dope. I love that. I dope. And then Vacation Simulator. When I saw it on uh, State of Play, I was just like, this is so stupid. Let me just try Have it. Have you out. not played oh. Job Simulator on PSVR? Nope. I just needed oh. to come down a little bit and I'll I'll purchase it one day. With that, that game's awesome. Kyle. Yeah. I need you actually no 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 no. I need both of you to hold on okay. to something. Because right. it's my favorite segment called Prepare the Drop. Here on the drop, <laughs> the latest and greatest in PlayStation games come out and are released each and every week. But because there are so many games, we can only choose one. So with that, my pick for the drop this week is The End is Nigh. PlayStation 4 Digital. It's out at the end of the month, the 29th to be exact. And it says, follow Ash, one of the few things that have survived the end of the world. Feel his stress levels rise as you throw him to endless swarm of decaying mutant creatures and his aid, his final epic quest, to simply make a friend. And I picked this game to do my creepy voice. <laughs> because Kyle hates it. Isn't that right, my boy? What's I, your My, my mind's in, in Boston right now. I'm not here. Yes, <laughs> I'll always be with you. Oh, Lord have oh, mercy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That's, gr- that's a great voice. To, you see what I have to put up with every week? God. Spider bit, this. Sometimes he's a cowboy. It's crazy. <laughs> You're on some other spider shit, let me tell you. Yeah. Oh, boy. It's caffeine. Cow. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, o- it's obvious. I talked yeah. about it when I've been playing. It's MLB 19, the show. Uh, if you are a baseball fan and you own a PlayStation... Do not get that sorry excuse of a baseball game, RBI Baseball. Get MLB The Show. It is incredible. It's one of the best sports games year in, year out. Doesn't get enough love. Go get it. Mm -hmm. Sir? Yeah. What about you? I will will say, got uh, one of our editors over at Los Hero Games, Alex B. So he'd be glad you gave it some love. Um, My game this week, Assassin's Creed 3 Remastered. Um, also packaged in with the remaster of Liberation, the Vita game. Um, I'm super excited for this one. Uh, Assassin's Creed franchise, I'm a big fan of. Okay. Three, three came and went. I was excited for it, but I didn't ever get around to it. Mm-hmm. This is finally my time to do so. I'm really attracted to that American, you know, revolution setting. And also Liberation, I really loved on the Vita. I had that along with my original Vita. And I just loved the whole, you know, half African, half French vibes of the main yep. protagonist. And I just loved Adel- Av- Aveline, I believe her name is. Mm-hmm. I hope I'm saying it right. Um, I just loved her as a character. So I'm glad to see her get her due on new generations of console. Mm-hmm. Okay. And with that, that's been the drop for this evening. But we're kind of running a little late. So what I'm going to do is the next story, I'll just handle this at the very moment. Uh, EA has laid off 350 people in the marketing, publishing, and more divisions of EA. Uh, Now, this whole long summary states the following. Actually, you know what? Kyle, you read it, because I don't want to just skip over this, so let's not skip over it. Kyle, uh, read this story for me. The video game publisher Electronic Arts is laying off 350 people in marketing, publishing, and other areas. The latest move in what's been a brutal year for the gaming industry. In an email to employees obtained by Kotaku, EA boss Andrew Wilson said the goal would be to streamline decision-making in the marketing and publishing departments 
following a consolidation that began last year, improved customer support, and changed some of its international strategies, a move that includes closing offices in Russia and Japan. Andrew Wilson wrote, quote, We have a vision to be the world's greatest games company. He, he wrote, If we're honest with ourselves, we're not there right now. We have work to do with our games, our player relationships, and our business. Across the company, teams are already taking action to ensure we are creating higher quality games and live services, reaching more platforms with our, account, our content and subscriptions, improving our Frostbite tools, focusing our network and cloud gaming priorities, and closing the gap between us and our player communities." End quote. Later, an EA representative added that the company would be providing severance to laid-off employees. Yes, we are working with employees to try and find other roles inside the company, the spokesperson said. For those that are leaving the company, we will also be providing severance and other resources. I'm not able to provide the details on the severance, but we work hard to be as helpful as we possibly can. One person who works in one of the affected departments told Kotaku this morning that these layoffs had been expected for a while now, and that EA had, been, had put hiring and travel freezes on marketing for several months. People within marketing and publishing had been expecting a re reorganization since at least October, the person said. I think some people will be relieved to not be in limbo anymore, they said. This news comes amidst a year full of massive layoffs at game companies, including Activision, Blizzard, and ArenaNet. Although the video game industry continues to grow, with the Entertainment Software Association touting ever-increasing revenue, it's been a challenging 2019 for game developers and publishers. So, with yeah. all that said, um, I'll just take the reins here. Usually, like, layoffs are never fun, right? That's obvious. And, you know, every time we see them, we always have this, well, what happened? What's going on? Um, approach to things. I have to give Andrew Wilson some credit here. EA is a really easy company to shit on. And what Andrew Wilson uh, wrote was, like, we have to work on... I want to highlight this. We have to work on uh, work to do with our games and our player relationships and our business. And then he goes on to say, closing the gap between us and the player communities. This is EA restructuring, right? They're, they've, they're admitting right now that they're lost in the woods when it comes to their relationship with gamers. And they need to restructure to make sure that they're better. And the one thing I have to give so much credit here to EA is them saying, we're giving out severance packages. We're giving, you know, we're handing people an opportunity to switch roles within the company. Lay, lay, again, layoffs are never fun. They're not something great to talk to, but it's night and day from what we've seen with EA here in Activision. Right, Activision is like, we boasted our highest profits ever. Also, 900 people are out of jobs. Whereas this was... This sucks, and yeah. this is awful, but it's, again, good to see in a way that they're on top of it, telling everybody we're trying. And, again, I'm not going to be the fly in the wall or pretend to be or just torch EA because it's easy. It's Mr. Unpopular Opinion here. It sucks, but this is another reason why the game industry needs to start thinking about unionization to make sure that this shit and their jobs are more protected so that they're guaranteed severance packages when they're guaranteed some type of cut of the game when they make them, right? Like, that's the thing that we need to kind of ensure that I would love someone like uh, over from Gamers Unite 
um, or Game Devs Unite to talk to us about here in the trophy room about unionization in games because it's something that is way more obvious as we've seen more and more of these massive companies give more and more layoffs. It's alarming, and my will, heart goes out to everybody. I will say, and yeah. I, I'm not sure how many people from these affected um, divisions at EA were at GDC, mm-hmm. but I kind of wish that this news was given while they were there, so they had yeah. a chance to hand out resumes while they were at yeah. yeah. I mean, that, that kind of stinks. Um, again, Joe said it, hearts go out to everybody. Uh, I hope they you know, get picked up very soon. Yeah. Please. Ditto, ditto. And with that, let's go <coughs> into Andy's snail mail. Oh, boy. Now, here's the thing, <laughs> right? I'm getting ready for PAX East, okay? Well, I'm going to lighten up the mood here. And <laughs> while I'm preparing, I also take a trip every single Wednesday night. I fly over to the great land of Britain, and I go to Andrew's house, Andrew, uh, Andrew House's house, former SIE president. And I steal his mail. Because just like the presidents, like when you're done being president, you still get the important documents. A lot of people don't know that. And it actually happens the same with SIE. You might say, well, Joe, that is a huge, like, that leaks are going to happen, right? You know, that's like important information might get just lost. It might be shipped to another person's house. And it might. And maybe, maybe just on the off chance I went to Andy's P.O. Box, his, his little, like, mail service place, and because it's Britain, I don't know what it's called. And really, I don't care. <laughs> so I walk over there, and I'm just like, <clears throat> I dress up in an overcoat with an Andrew house mask, <laughs> and I'm just like, hello, Gov. I would like to change my P.O. Box to this address. And they're just like, Mr. House, uh, first off, that's fucking offensive. Secondly, uh, that P.O. Box is in America. I'm like, that what do you mean offensive? This is my natural voice. Are you telling me that this very bad caricature of Pinky for Pinky the Brain is is what are you saying, Ralph? And then <laughs> and then they're just like, uh oh, this guy's pretty serious because I I pull out an ID and it's just like, dude, it's really eerie similar. So again, long kerfuffle. They insult me because I'm, you know, Andrew House at this point. Um, and I, I've even, dude, I've straight up, like, I do a long con. I walked really long into con. his house with the mask on, made love to his wife with the mask on. It's <laughs> 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 fucking real bonkers, dude. Like, when I'm, when I'm putting on the mask, I'm Andy House. It's real it's wow, really man. Funny. This mask reboot is really dark. Dude, it's really fucking weird. <laughs> You have no idea. So, yeah, I, I switched the P.O. box, and now I get all of his mail just directly to my house. It's really crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's, really, it's really messed up. <laughs> oh, my God. It's the Goodness stupid gracious. idiot's kids. His <laughs> dumb, dumb kids call me dad. <laughs> Andrew House, if you're listening, hi. And it really is just like a printout like piece of paper with holes cut in the and these dum-dums, they don't know the difference. Oh, <laughs> lucky it wasn't raining. <laughs> yeah, no, and then I took his Turkish delights. Anyway. <laughs> I, I, I hope while we're at PAX oh this God. weekend and we're introducing ourselves to some of these PlayStation developers and, and PlayStation people, that they don't know that this is a thing that goes on on the show every week. They just look at you and they're just like, I heard you talking shit. <laughs> They're like, What's oh, this you know what? Putting holes in Andy House's house and stealing mail <laughs> and making love to his wife. What's this? <laughs> all right, all right. Oh, so God. I, I, what I saw in the mail, honestly, alarmed me. 
Okay. This was a leaked image <laughs> from Titus, which somehow I got his tweet in the mail. Now, again, when we talk about leaks, we got to take everything with a grain of salt. We have seen leaked, put air quotes, leaked images of the next DualShock controller, the DualShock 5. Now, these seem pretty legit when you take them side by side with what the PlayStation 4 controller looked like when it was in prototype. But again, take it with a grain of salt. When we saw really good leaks with the NX controller, the Grinch leak, you can't really trust anything. And with that, what we know. So, audio listeners... I'll let you know what this thing looks like in video listeners. I'm not going to put the image up. What do you think this is? Come on. <laughs> close your eyes. If you're in your car, close your eyes. Just press the gas. You know, who knows what's going to happen? Roll the dice. Live let Jesus take the wheel. Yeah, Jesus take the wheel, Sean. Don't worry. You're going to be fine. Uh, the control. You have two kids. They're going to be fine, you know? Anyway, you know, <laughs> Chelsea seems like she could be a great single mother. Don't worry, Sean. <laughs> so, the controller has a mix of the PlayStation 4 controller look with the prototyped PlayStation 3 Boomerang controller. It's the first thing I saw from this controller. And there appears to be a divot inside of the grips. Now, it has most of the DualShock 4 features. Still got the share button, baby. It ain't going nowhere. Still have the speakers. We don't know about the touchscreen, but we'll get to that in a second. But now, there's a fucking touchscreen on the controller where the touchpad is with what appears to be a chat window, which we can assume is like a second uh, second screen experience. So like, let's just say if someone gets, you get a friend request message, it dings on the controller and you see who sent it and you could actually see the message. That's the first thing that popped in my head. I know I'm real smart. That's real smart. That's how, do you, how do you think I got the PO box to change? Huh? You think I'm a fool? <laughs> what we don't know, the picture shared does not show a light bar, but we can assume it's there because PSVR, it's a big functionality to many of the games. And sure. we obviously don't know if it's real or not. So it's important to me mention what we're seeing here is not the finished product. It will probably change over the time. The buttons, the design, everything could change. And remember, the DualShock 4 prototype looked kind of like a DualShock 3 controller. So with that all said... You understand what you're looking at. Closing your eyes. All right, Sean, now open them. Oh, my God. What have you done? Uh, <laughs> Bobo writes in, with the possible PlayStation 5 controller leak, how do you feel about its look slash design? Also, uh, when it's released, when are you going to give people what they want? <laughs> Bobo, I read half your question, you son of a bitch. Uh, and bring uh, in... Oh, sorry. Give the people what they want. Joe and Kyle play Five Nights at Freddy's VR. Absolutely not. Absolutely if, not. If, if that's what the people want, then I'm going to be dead. I'll have a heart attack. <laughs> dude, I'm a large dude. I can't take I can't take a, just a fright. Well, we don't want anyone scared. dead. So. No. Exactly. So, okay. I'll start with you, Kyle, and I'll end with Emmett. What do you feel about this leak? How real does it look to you? Um, and what do you feel like if this is it? What do you feel? Man, I have so many different thoughts running through my head. Part of this looks really cool. Mm -hmm. Part of it, I think, looks super lame and like it's a, <laughs> a um, oh god, like a Mad Cat's controller. Okay, uh, mm. a little bit to me. Um, yeah. Part of me sees like where 
my idea for the DualShock 5 is to have them separate so the the wands are included in the controller Ooh, type thing. Okay. For like VR, I can see kind of like the form of it maybe. Mm-hmm. Um hmm. but like it looks cool. I like the touchscreen thing. Um I hope there's more uses than just like chatting with people cuz that's not what I do. Like it would be super cool if like it tracks your trophy progress on there. Sure. Mm. That's getting that's getting ahead of me. Uh I don't like the the concave Thing around the thumbsticks, it just looks weird to me. Yeah, that concave look yeah. is weird as fuck. I'm not gonna yeah, lie to you. It looks very bulky, like the yeah. Duke Xbox uh, original. But again, certainly. like when you look at the original prototype yes. for the DualShock Four, it does look yeah. clunky as well. Right? Yeah, but it, in, in this, you know, rumored D- DualShock Five, um, it just looks like a lot of empty space. Yeah, like a lot of unneeded empty space there. Yeah, um, everything under the grips and everything. And the shoulder buttons look a little high too. Like I don't know. Yeah. It's. I mean, I like the touchscreen. It's the natural evolution to what the DualShock Four is. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll see. Well, okay. I'm happy the share buttons part of it still. That's yep. super. That's cool. the best part of this freaking controller. Yeah. Yeah. Emmett, what do you and, think and, about and its and design? The, and the thumbsticks with the little divots in them. Yeah. 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 That's really good too. Emmett, what do you think? Good. What do you think? Pretty good. I'm a little I, I'm a little halfway on it. Where I like I like the touchscreen. I think if they if that's if that ends up being the innovation they make this generation with the controller, then I'd be super excited for that. Of course, more functionality and just a chat window. I'd love them to see do some cool things with it. Um, I'm not gonna speak on the actual like straight up design of the controller because there's a lot of like fatness underneath the yeah. thumbsticks and in the grips that could be all taken out over iteration mm-hmm. the two things that i'm thinking of mostly usb-c i hope it's a usb-c yes. connector and not a uh usb micro it like has to be PS4. it has yeah. to be usb-c you hope so because it just yeah new technologies and everything mm-hmm. i i just hope that's the case so uh this thing has you know a time will tell screen in it if it doesn't have a yeah. usb-c <laughs> to charge exactly. that because like you're, you're thinking like that screen how much is controller gonna cost that's Ooh, the first thing it might be Joy-Con. Me. It's getting into Joy-Con ter- territory, I bet, because two Joy-Cons are, what, 80 bucks. Yep. So, yeah, I, I could see that. Them, them trying to justify it by making that price comparison. That makes mm-hmm. sense. But really, I saw this, and the first thing I thought of was that Photoshopped NX controller back before the Switch came out, if you guys remember that. Mm-hmm. And that one looked super convincing. And, yeah. then, of course, that one was, like, small and circular, and now we got the Switch, and it's, like, big and square. So I... I just think of that, and I'm looking at this like I don't think it's photoshopped, but it's just so easy to do something like that and make yeah. it look super real yeah. that I'm super hesitant. And just looking at this photo again, like it looks like the same exact – looking at the screen, it is illuminated, of course. Yeah. It looks like a very similar to UI to what PS4 has going on. Yeah. So I, they've changed their UI so drastically. PlayStation 1, 2, 3, and 4. Yeah. I don't know if they're going to stick with something super similar like this, even if it is on a new display. Um, so I, I'm just hesitant to like Believe. take this as gospel yet. Yeah. Um, I, I'd, be, I'd be excited if there's a screen in the controller, but I'm hesitant to believe that that's happening based off of this. Yeah, I also think, so like taking the whole design and what I think, I actually think it's fake. I don't think yeah. this is real. Um, yeah, the points you guys put out before, right? Like, this is, it looks like the same UI on the PlayStation 4. Yeah. And, like, there's, like, a chat thing here. And I think that just kind of gives it away that this thing is fake. So, mm-hmm. and, and, yeah, like, the plug that they're using doesn't look to be USB. 
It looks too narrow for new, looks, for you. Yeah. Also, so like looking at the second picture, I'm sorry, Joe, but yeah. like that looks super like flat. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's not a real thing. Like it's just like a an image on a piece of paper, and not yeah. like there's no shadows. Yeah. Or anything from the wire or that's the true. softest of soft shadows. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I don't I don't think it's real, but I just put it out here because it's it's an interesting take. Mm-hmm. And honestly, mm-hmm. a street a, like me thinking about it, like thinking, I know this thing's fake, but a screen on the controller is pretty dope. It get, yeah. does give you like the simplicity of, hey, you got a notification. Mm-hmm. Oh, who is it? And you just have to look down, and like you mm-hmm. don't have this huge thing it, like block on the screen. It could just be Messing on the controller. Screen caps. Or, exactly. or like you know, uh, mini maps a- are on the controller. That's what I'm thinking, dude. Or no, inventory screens or anything? I don't want that. Seriously, all I want is just give me... The, instead of calling it a touch screen, just call it a notification bar. So that you clean up whatever, like, you're streaming something and then you get a really cool kill. It happens to me all the freaking time, right? I'm playing put, Apex. Put chat and then, in it. Put chat in the pad. Yeah, the play, put chat in the pad, like... Put notifications so you get an invite to something, and so it's not just on your screen. Again, it's on the controller. That's dope. I think that's a really cool step forward. But I think the design itself isn't one to be taken very seriously. Mm-hmm. And again, we add mm-hmm. it here because it's a good conversation. But just know, I think we all think it, it reeks of bullshit. So, yeah, yeah. Right. very skeptical on it. Yeah. With that, guys, gang, everybody, ladies, gents. That's it. That's all we got for the show. Oh, wait. I almost forgot one thing. Um, That's not even me trying to be scripted. I literally forgot. Uh Uh-oh. We're supposed to announce the Days Gone giveaway. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Now, with this whole April 1st nonsense, I need to go to GameStop ASAP and and pre-order a digital copy of the game. So, unfortunately, because of the powers that be, this is going to be only for North America. You're right. That's Mexico, uh, the United States, barreled the wall. Uh, only kidding. He's a racist. Uh, it, Canada, right? Those three countries, North America. Um, and how you enter is pretty simple. So first and foremost, there will be a pinned tweet. All you have to do is like and uh, retweet that pinned tweet over at PS Trophy Room on Twitter. Or if you want, you can rate us five stars on iTunes, and please again uh, send that picture to us on PS Trophy Room on Twitter. That's how you get entered in to win a copy of Days Gone. How we're gonna do giveaways in the future is unknown. Thanks a lot, Sony, for the whole digital code thing. You really screwed the pooch on that one. <laughs> so, with that said, yeah. Emmett, where can I find you, sir? You all can find me uh, two places uh, at EJ is my tag on ooh, Twitter. Ooh, ooh. You, you actually ooh. cut out there. I should say. say oh, again, whoops. Say okay. Um, the the Twitter for me is at EJ Sponge six one. Um, so you can catch me there. You know, that's actually my tag on just about everything. So Instagram, PlayStation Network. You search that on Google, you'll find a billion things with that attached. Mm-hmm. And I'm also uh, repping the Lost Hero Games crew. So Lost Hero Games, the site I write mm-hmm. for. Um, we do a weekly podcast. We do bunch of different written articles we're actually doing a series right now called the uh, playstation all-stars ultimate roster showdown where each week um it's kind of a hypothetical playstation all-star sequel thing where we pit up 
two uh, iconic PlayStation characters. And then we write articles trying to justify each of them being on the roster and then take it to Twitter and make a vote and have people go back and forth about who they want to see. Um, So, yeah, be on the lookout for all that stuff. But like I said, at EJSpun61 and Lost Hero Games. There you go. There you go. Kyle, anything you want to pimp out, buddy? Like always, I like to pimp out myself. Yeah. Uh, you can find me at Ninja 73 on Twitter and on PSN, so send me those friend requests or give me a follow on there. Um, I'll be at PAX East this weekend, so come say hi if you're going. Uh, excited to see you if you're there. Um, Bobby Miller, we're talking about you, buddy. Exactly. Uh, you can find me at or my show, All About the Kind of Funny Community, that both Joe and Emmett have been on, uh, Best Friends Talk Funny, on Twitter at BFS Talk Funny, and wherever you listen to podcasts. So go ahead and do the podcasting. Rate it five stars. Give me a review. If you want to be on the show, hit me up. Amen, amen. And again, you can watch this podcast over on YouTube. You can listen to it over on iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, SoundCloud, Spotify, wherever there's an RSP, RSS feed, you can listen to it. I personally listen to it on Overcast because that app freaking slaps. Smart Speed, Ribo turned me on to Smart Speed. I can never go back. To that dumb dumb speed, I'm gonna call what is, it as what is smart like what is smart speed? Just two times. What, what, let's just say you pull a Barack Obama and you're like, uh, and you have like a long pregnant pause. Oh, like, it just takes out Michelle, silence. Malia, uh, Sasha. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I miss you, Barry. Come back. Yeah, like it'll, it'll take out all the little us and like little breaks. Mm. It's awesome. It's super wow. rad. Makes me sound way more smarter. Yeah. So with that, and until I said way more smarter than anyone else. With all <laughs> that said, you can find me over at BadBit, Mr. BadBit on Twitter. You can find the Trophy Room on PS Trophy Room on Twitter. Go follow us. We're a big, growing, beautiful community of awesome people. So maybe check that out. Um, also, uh, Johnny Spade, thank you for the shout out, by the way. That was really nice on Twitter. Always makes... Always just fills my heart with joy when I see those. Uh, Purple Monkey, JB, I love you so much. Thank you for the awesome review on iTunes. And everybody else that was saying really nice things. I try to compile them this week. And just because it's been so hectic trying to get to packs and everything, um, it, it fell below the wayside for me. So I apologize. Next week, we'll get to all the nice things. You got a nice thing to say? Mm-hmm. Please, throw, throw it nice. our way. Then we'll, we'll read them out on the show next week. You got one shitty thing? Go for it. I dare you. <laughs> but guess what? I pull no goddamn punch, okay? Oh boy. You come after me, you come after my boy. Oh, it's the end of you. Well, come for the king, son. you best not miss, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> With all that said, everybody, Emmett, thank you so much for being a part of the show. Anytime. Kyle, thank you for having me. Of course, of course. Kyle, I love you, buddy. Love you With all that said, with all that out of the way, everybody, keep hunting and keep playing playstation oh yeah emmett we wave at the end it's something we've oh. been doing like since day one it's never yeah, gonna it's stop just, joe used to just cut off the episode just abruptly yeah. just like right like now 